0: Welcome everyone to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast by PH Geek. My name is Matt and joining me as always is Pete.
1: Hey everybody, I am Peter. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R, J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R.
0: While we're at it, you can follow the podcast at phgeekpodcast. You can visit the S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast website at shieldpodcast.blogspot.com, and you can call the listener line 732-707-1815. With that, Pete, we are here today with a kind of a, a mini-sode of our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast to discuss uh, the, the news that broke, uh, well, since our last episode, that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. will be airing Tuesdays at 8 on ABC once we get to the fall. Pete, here's a question for you. Is Tuesdays at 8 good for you?
1: Absolutely. You know, toward the middle of the week, um, I think the competition is ripe to be overtaken, and uh, I think they could not have picked a better night. I, I was very fearful they were going to go with Sunday. I'm very glad they didn't. Not because I wouldn't watch. We we're committed to the show and we're going to watch it. But I just think that you know Sunday has become a squatting point for so many of these shows. Your Walking Dead, your Game of Thrones, and um, I like that they chose an offbeat night. And um, like I said, there's there's some stuff they can instantly uh, make their bones against.
0: And I think Pete, you're specifically uh, talking about. Uh, well, I th- uh, th- this was a move that I think shocked some people in the Hollywood community, just because Tuesdays at eight is also when NCIS is on. Now, I don't watch NCIS. You don't watch NCIS, no. but my understanding Mark is Mark Harmon,
1: the- man. The only thing that uh, Mark Harmon is good in is uh, summer school, and you know, and that that's not to rip on Mark Harmon. You know, he's got to stay in his element, man, and and know what he's there for. And if he's not in an oddball situation with Kirstie Alley, you know, really, (laughs) he's he's out of his depth
0: well yeah so it'll be up against ncis it'll be up against two new fox half hour comedies uh it'll be up against the cw uh show the originals that's your vampire diaries spinoff and then uh biggest loser on nbc i know i read somewhere i want to say maybe it was hollywood reporter they were talking about the biggest showdowns of the fall the fall tv season and uh, number two on their list was agents of shield versus ncis and they gave agents of shield the uh the uh the, the, the point you know kind of pointed it toward their direction said they have the uh the strength uh at least through the through their premiere so hopefully it's a strong premiere i think that's that's what we're expecting i actually wouldn't be surprised if it's a two-hour premiere uh but i guess we'll we'll take that as it comes
1: i think they're gonna hit it right out of the gate and you know again this is marvel this is disney saying what up cbs
0: <laughs> well marvel and uh and Disney didn't just lay, you know, didn't just lay uh, on their laurels based on the thirty-second trailer, based on the scheduling news. They also released the full-length trailer, uh, which was about about two and a half minutes long. Uh, Pete, I know that you just rewatched it. What are your thoughts after uh, after rewatching it?
1: I got an even better vibe. You know, thirty seconds is hard to really get a feel on anything, and again, to use the language of that original trailer, you know, the whole world is in on this now. Well, if the whole world just came to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a result of that teaser, you know, it's gotten tremendous attention based on the full-length trailer, and we really get a scope of the world. They're going to peel back the curtain on, beginning with the pilot, and really teases the scenarios and the interplay and i'm really looking forward to it
0: yeah i absolutely agree i was surprised by the scale of the marvel tv universe if you if you will uh that was shown in the 32nd trailer and then they just upped the ante even more uh with this longer trailer um pete what's the uh what's the line what's the catchphrase that's uh gone almost viral based on this uh feature-length trailer
1: uh don't touch lola right
0: well, there's that, there's that. There's also the uh, welcome to level seven.
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Sorry about that.
0: Uh, it's, all yeah, good. P- that P- was, it's been a busy
1: week. <laughs> and and that was cool. You know, we had talked about how we thought the hacker and and again, true to archetype in that trailer, you know, I'm going to give you the Jane Bow voice in, in the very shield is doing this and that. And of course, Coulson's <laughs> the only one that can peel back the door and be like, all right, all right you're coming here. But you know, we have our quasi every man who, again, man, men in black as a as a kind of template,, uh, you know, you're in, but you're not quite in. And it, it's the way to explain away the Colson is dead. Oh, yeah, Phil Colson, he's dead. He died in New York. I'm level six. I know everything. Welcome to level seven. Again, smart writing, quick, terse. You do not need to spend and and labor with the writing in terms of, well, we had to kill them off to motivate some superheroes. They needed something to rally behind. You know, your audience will get it. Spend time on new narrative and um, th- they get that across right away instead of maybe languishing on the mystery that they could have potentially fallen into. You know wink, wink to some other production companies around Hollywood
0: <laughs> well, Pete, I guess that's a natural segue to uh, a tweet that we got uh on this very topic of Colson's return. We got a tweet from our Alcatraz pal back from our our Alcatraz podcast days michelle Michelle herself out in New York still trying to still trying to put things together after those those aliens came through the sky and did so much damage to her city. nobody's but, uh, sleeping
1: man it's it's a city that never sleeps, and I've never seen so much insomnia.
0: anyhow Michelle asked do you wise fellows think that Colson's return will be explained early or a continuing mystery so Pete I put that to you
1: I I, like I said man I'm gonna pause it right out of the gate uh yeah we faked my death I'm here get over it I have I have special guns you're now level seven and some dude just jumped out of a 12-story building and caught a woman so we can talk about this or we can go do this you know, Coulson's a man of few words when he's not, you know, outside of his element, i.e. geeking out over Captain America.
0: Pete, I'm going to disagree with you slightly. I don't think that it will be. Well, I, well, let me, I agree with you generally that they're going to quickly address it. Come give us the answer and move on. Uh, I don't think that they're going to declare him having like uh, kind of faked his death. Uh, I think that, that almost would take away from the you know the the way it's used in the avengers movie if it's some sort of thing like i mean if you if your opening shot for the tv show is him dying and then all sorts of uh you know kind of point of view shots going through the hospital blurry vision you know there you are in the bowels of shield with you know the who's he what's machines and the you know the alien orb and the magic blood and this and that the other and he's kind of brought back and now it's just kind of this guy who's like i mean not literally been to the other side but somebody who's like met his own mortality and has had that one little extra chance uh i think i, I personally think that's a route that they're gonna go more than aha it was just a big trick but we'll find out in september
1: i think it could be handled well either way
0: absolutely uh our second bit of email is from our pal quote unquote beth uh who asks hey guys in the first Podcast that you did, you didn't sound one hundred percent enthusiastic about every single thing going on with Agents of Shield. Don't you need to constantly support everyone involved in this show? So, Pete, do we need to just constantly be cheerleaders for the show?
1: Longtime listeners of the Ph Geek family of podcasts will tell you right up front that they listen to us because we keeps it real. And um, we are not going to kowtow because, you know, these people hear it all day long. And we have won enough listeners uh, in the Hollywood community because we don't tell them how good their stuff smells. When it's good, it's good. When it's less than good, we're going to call them on that. It's the passion, but it's also the need to be discerning that uh we feel separates us so you know what beth we're gonna have to agree to disagree but i think there's more people that agree with us than would disagree with us
0: and pete this is in no i want to say to our listeners what i'm about to say is in no way manufactured to happen immediately after your eloquent speech there about us not you know uh, about us being independent and sharing our own thoughts and how that has value. Earlier in the day today, I had uh, tweeted at one of the uh, executive producers and, and showrunners about the proper way to pronounce her name. And since you have been speaking, I've just gotten a response from her. And okay. for the record, everyone, it is uh, pronounced Marissa Tancheroan. Uh, that being Jed, uh, uh, Jed, uh, Whedon. Jed, thank you, Jed Whedon's wife, and as I said, the co-showrunner. So already uh the cream is rising to 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 the top if I uh, if I may say so myself so certainly big thanks to uh Ms Tancheroan for clearing that up because it's her name let's get it right you know that's what we do here we get it right Pete your thoughts
1: That's right we get it right
0: uh Pete, I think the best way to conclude this mini-sode would be to go back to the words of uh of our our Alcatraz pal, our podcast pal Michelle, who can uh who will help us conclude by uh, by saying uh, Clark Gregg is magnetic, can't wait to see the rest of the team. She wonders parenthetically the hacker girl might be irritating, but we'll see. Certainly, we all will see. We're all excited about this and I think that she sums up something that we've said before and it, it it's worth uh, repeating again the number one reason we're here is Clark Gregg. It's not Joss Whedon, it's not Marvel, it's not ABC. Those are all great, great one B reasons. Reason 1A is Clark Gregg has struck a chord with with uh the the film viewership all these years going back to 2008 and uh he's the linchpin, he's the the keystone and uh he's why we'll be tuning in Tuesdays at 8.
1: He's the soul and everything else is going to flow through it. I can't agree with Michelle Moore. And yes, hacker girl is in our sights already. She hopefully will step out of them. Otherwise she's going to need to hide behind the shield.
0: Well, Pete, I mean, I'm just, I'm thinking of a show I grew up with and I think of how beloved Winston was in the cartoon, the real ghostbusters. It took him a little time to evolve to that point based on the, uh, you know, based on not being the center of everything in uh, the Ghostbusters movie. Heck, even by the end of the Ghostbusters movie, who gets the final line? It's old Winston, who's gone from, I'll believe anything you say, as long as there's a steady paycheck, to, I love this town. So Hacker Girl might not be the most engaged. You know, it's probably the polar opposite of Agent Phil Coulson at this point, but that doesn't mean she can't grow to become a fan favorite.
1: You've got to have that spectrum of characters, and you know you've got a very solid and steady center with uh, Clark Gregg. And, you know, we'll just see how the other ones develop. And uh, who's to say, you know, we don't get another Jimmy Dickens situation here and and somebody, you know, ends up on the cutting room floor. And all our Alcatraz uh, fans will remember that.
0: Indeed. So, Pete, looking ahead, I know uh, we're entering a, a busy time of the year for for – you know you and i in our real world professions but i know eventually pretty soon we'll be starting uh, going over those marvel movies our little summer project to kind of uh reacclimate ourselves with this the marvel cinematic universe inside which uh, shield is taking place so pete obviously what's the first movie going to be
1: iron man
0: <laughs> i love the uh intentional mispronunciation there of iron man um so that's certainly something to look forward to our listeners can uh feel free to share their thoughts on iron man with us leave a comment on the webpage, shieldpodcast.blogspot.com. call the listener line 732-707-1815 send an email phgeekpodcast at gmail.com tweet us phgeekpodcast and uh it's gonna be a fun summer getting ready for agents of shield
1: lot of buildup, a lot of hype. We'll see whether it all comes to pass, but certainly we're going to be part of the machine as we come down to that.
0: With that Pete, I will say adios to everybody and I will give you the final word.
1: I will say uh, tweet me potential uh, uh, sign-offs. As for this one, I'm just going to say Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. out.